Hey ladies, welcome to the Aligned Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Hallie Hobday, and I'm an online fitness coach whose mission is to help inspire women to live a balanced lifestyle along their fitness journey. I've helped hundreds of women lose body fat without cutting out carbs and without doing tons of cardio. Now let's get into today's episode. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Aligned Fitness Podcast. It is your host, Coach Hallie. And I had a very fun idea for this episode because I know you ladies listening to this, okay? You're on your fitness journey. You are wanting to get toned. You want to lose weight. Whatever your goal is, I know how hard this journey can be to navigate on your own. I've been there. You know, there was a time along my fitness journey that I had no idea what I was doing. And all I had was like, like Google and Instagram to look up like how to lose weight. You guys are going to see, you probably already have experienced this, but you are going to see so much controversial topics and conflicting topics on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, like all these things saying, what's the best diet to lose weight? What's the best exercise to lose weight? There's just going to be all kinds of trends going around. And I'll be honest, when you're navigating this journey on your own, it is really hard, okay? It's very confusing to do this on your own, especially if you don't know the proper way to get to your goal. So today's episode is going to be all about fitness myths, and I want to bust these myths that you guys have told me about. Um, and I want to tell you guys the right way of, you know, like I'm going to basically talk about the myth and then explain the right way to do that thing or whatever. Most of these are going to be about weight loss. So if you guys are excited, I am really pumped for this, but we're going to just start this off and I'm going to be reacting to some of these too. Cause I asked you guys, I put a poll on my Facebook and on Instagram yesterday, just telling me your top fitness myths that you have been told or that you used to believe and there's a lot of them so we're gonna go through this I am kind of excited but let's buckle up because some of these are a little bit crazy all right so first one fasting but one day a week you starve for 24 hours what they called a fast okay fasting you guys know how I feel about fasting here's the thing guys all you need to lose weight is a calorie deficit okay we don't need to starve ourselves we don't need to fast I understand if it's for your religion then that's a little different but if you're fasting to lose weight you're really doing your body a disservice and you're stressing your body out even more so when we go long periods or long hours without eating your cortisol increases and your body is very stressed out and this is even worse for women who have hormonal issues like PCOS and things like that. It just makes your symptoms even worse. So yeah, I have seen this myth a lot. Second, if you eat after 6 p.m., it all gets stored as fat. This one's a common one I see all the time. And I know I actually used to be told this growing up, like my stepmom, she would say, I forgot what the saying was, but it was like, if it's after 6 p.m., it stays with you for life. And that's like what I was told growing up. So I think, I don't know why we're all told that growing up like where did that come from okay like it doesn't really make sense when you guys think about it because a bowl of pasta at 5 p.m is the same bowl of pasta at 7 p.m and it's still the same calories and your body doesn't have this internal clock of like oh 
it's 601 gonna store this as body fat like when you think of it it really doesn't make sense and this is another way I like to explain it is like everywhere on earth is a different time zone like it doesn't really make sense you guys but this one's a very common one that I see so the answer is meal timing doesn't matter it's about your overall caloric intake as a whole Okay, if you eat past 6 p.m. and you're in a surplus, then you're going to gain weight. But if you eat past 6 p.m. and you're in a deficit, you're going to lose weight. So it's not about the amount of time or like what time you eat. It's more so the overall calories that you're consuming. Okay, next one. This is another timing one. You can only eat after 2 p.m. Okay, so this one was after 6 p.m. It's bad. But then this one, it's after 2 p.m. It's good. So again, with the meal timing, I just kind of laugh at these because it doesn't matter what time you consume your meals. And I believe that we should eat, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like we should be having a consistent eating schedule, but you don't need to be like on the clock. Like, okay, 2 p.m. Now I can start eating. Like just eat when you're hungry and fuel your body and hit your macros. And if you want to lose weight, eat in a calorie deficit. Don't worry so much about the meal timing, but I don't believe in skipping meals and like skipping breakfast so just feel your body consistently okay next thing skinny teas make you lose belly fat you guys i could talk about this one on its own podcast skinny tea and skinny coffee i'm sorry but when i see those on my stories or on my page they just really trigger me because you guys skinny teas and skinny coffees they make you go to the bathroom okay they're kind of like a laxative so you're gonna lose weight technically but that's not body fat and i just see those ads or like the people who sell like the skinny teas and the skinny coffees and stuff they're getting commission for those okay there's not a magical supplement that makes you just lose belly fat like that skinny tea or that skinny coffee has caffeine in it so you're moving around more and caffeine suppresses your appetite so you're in a calorie deficit but you can lose belly fat with a calorie deficit it's not the tea or the skinny coffee that made you lose belly fat it's more so the calorie deficit okay there's no such thing as a fat burning supplement all right next thing you can target your stomach area by doing sit up this is another one i could talk about on its own episode and i actually just posted a tiktok about this one the other day it was just a video of a girl pointing like lower belly fat and she was doing this like ab exercise like that's great you can target your abs and work your core muscles but you can't target fat loss we cannot spot reduce fat so no matter how many ab exercises you do or however many sit-ups or planks or crunches that you do you're not actually burning your belly fat by doing that okay we can't spot reduce fat it's literally impossible we can control where we can build muscle but we cannot control where we lose body fat from. And most women genetically have more body fat on their stomach area because obviously we're meant to have a child, okay? Like carry a child. So there's just extra body fat there to protect your reproductive organs. So it's normal to carry a little bit more belly fat around that area. And you can lose belly fat through your diet. It's just through a consistent calorie deficit. Stay in a deficit for long enough and you will lose belly fat off of that area. Area. But again, we cannot control where the fat comes off of. This is dependent upon your genetics. All right. So 
Hopefully that cleared some things up. Next one. I feel like I talk about this all the time, but women should only do cardio and eat no more than 1200 calories per day to lose weight. It's the 1200 calories that really gets me because I talk about this all the time. But yeah, the fact like I used to think that we had to do a bunch of cardio to get toned, but it's just not the case because cardio, let's think of it this way. If you want to get toned, you need to realize that that means having muscle mass. Okay. And cardio doesn't build muscle. So if we're just doing cardio and we're not lifting weights, we're going to have this like that soft look. You're not going to have any definition. The definition or the muscles are built in the weight room. Okay. As far as the 1200 calorie thing goes, you guys know how I feel about that. 1200 calories is like one meal barely. And it's kind of like for a toddler. All right. I know we're all different. Like you know, there are smaller women out there who are shorter or whatever. But honestly, 1200 calories is just a very small amount. And the average BMR for women in the United States is 1500 calories. That means just 1500 calories for your body to survive and maintain itself. So if you're consuming 1200 calories, that's just really going to slow down your metabolism if you stick to that long term. Okay, we don't need to go through such an extreme deficit to lose weight. That's just putting a lot of stress on your body. So, okay, this next one was a new one for me. I actually have never heard of this. And every time I hear another fad diet, I'm just like, wow, whoever's making these diets up, like, are you guys okay? Like, seriously, no, I <laughs> I saw this comment, but someone said my mom did this and I couldn't understand why I thought it was so stupid but it works no you're just starving the apple diet is a five-day diet plan where a major portion of your meals will consist of apples on day one dieters are allowed to eat only apples for breakfast lunch and dinner on day two dieters are allowed to eat apples for breakfast and dinner and for lunch apples and veggies day three to day five the dieters are allowed to eat fruits fresh fruit juices, vegetable smoothies, proteins, and dairy along with apples for each major meal. See, this one's a new one for me. I thought I heard all of them, but the apple diet, that is, that's a lot. I don't even know where to begin. I get like an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Like nothing against apples. I mean, they have micronutrients, they have fiber, but like just eating apples? Hello, where's the protein? Where's the other, you know, where's all the other nutrients? You can eat your apple, but I would not eat apples all day that's that's a lot of fiber okay you guys too much fiber is also not a good thing like fiber is very important but if you're consuming like 50 60 grams of fiber you're most likely going to be very bloated and your digestion is going to be off like i think if i did this apple diet I would just be like severely bloated and uncomfortable for like the entire week so eat your apple a day but no apple diet for me Thank you. Please and thank you. Next one. I used to fast for three days at a time when I was younger. I can't imagine that now. We girls are given such a hard time overweight. That is so true. I mean, growing up, I, I feel like we've all gone through this, especially as women. We look in the mirror and we judge ourselves and we just want to be smaller and smaller and smaller. And I used to want to like, you know, just stay as tiny as possible. But fasting, like I already talked about this. It's just like, it's just really sad to starve yourself in order to lose weight because you can still lose weight by eating carbs and, you know, even drinking alcohol in moderation and just everything in moderation. I think it's all about a healthy lifestyle. And if you can't keep that up for long term, then there's really no point in doing that 
restrictive diet. So glad you're not doing that anymore, whoever commented this. Next one, there, I got a lot about carbs. There was a lot of myths about carbs. So this one, do less than 20 carbs a day and carbs make you fat. So 20 carbs a day. I really don't know how that would be possible for me. Like I 20 grams of carbs is in like a banana. That's like you have a banana for your carbs and that's it. Like, hello, that's not not something I can do. But as far as carbs go, I think just I don't know why they're given such a bad rep because carbs are actually your body's preferred source of energy. And I think people may not understand the actual science behind it. But once you learn that carbs don't get just stored as body fat, like when you eat them, they actually get stored as glycogen in your body and your body uses glucose or glycogen as energy. Okay, and I actually tell all of my clients to eat a very carb heavy meal before their lift. Because during weight training, your body is using primarily glycogen or glucose stored form of carbs for energy during your exercise. So it's not like you just eat carbs and then boom, stored as body fat. Like it doesn't work that way. And anything can be stored as body fat if you're in a calorie surplus. So again, I think it just goes back to energy in, energy out. If you're in a surplus, no matter what foods you're consuming, then you're going to gain weight. And I think some people don't realize this is you can still gain weight on a low carb diet. You can still gain weight on keto. If you're in a surplus, you will gain weight. It's just like the law of thermodynamics. Okay, so carbs don't make you fat. Being in a calorie surplus will make you fat. Okay. And just to give you guys an example, I have some ladies on my team that consume over 300 grams of carbs per day. And, you know, they're losing weight, they're getting lean. In fact, my client, Emily, we brought her up to 2,500 calories per day. I think she was eating like 370 grams of carbs or something crazy. It was definitely like around 350 grams of carbs per day. And she dropped 15 pounds and she got super lean and toned. And that just goes to show that if you really learn to optimize your metabolism, you can actually use carbs to build the body of your dreams. And there's no reason to actually restrict yourself from them. So I could talk about carbs all the time. And I do have a lot more podcast episodes on here about that. But next one, this one, I used to believe this too. Next myth is you have to detox every time you eat poorly. Okay, I always laugh when I see like detoxes, because we have a liver and kidneys for a reason, like our body detoxifies itself. So there's really no reason for detoxes. And I used to think this too, like after a night of of drinking, it's like juice cleanse, juice detox, like that's great. I mean, juice is nothing against juices. Like you can get your nutrients in, hydrate, but your body detoxifies itself. And there's no reason to like do a, a detox. Okay. Next thing is also about carbs. Keto is good for you. You guys know how I feel about keto. Okay, here's the thing. If keto was, well, I don't even want to say recommended by your doctor because there's a lot of doctors out there that do not give good nutrition advice. Listen, you guys, keto was created for children that have epilepsy. But if you are just looking to lose weight, you don't need to do keto. Okay, I don't believe keto is good for the majority of people out there. There are some people out there that can benefit from a lower carb diet, but I don't see the benefit of doing keto unless you're someone who has epilepsy. Like that's what it was 
made for. I think any diet that you're restricting yourself or you're cutting out an entire macronutrient, you're cutting out like, you know, your favorite foods or whatever, it's just not sustainable. And so if you do keto for like, you know, a long period of time and you're not eating carbs and then you want to go back to start eating carbs, your body's going to blow up like a balloon anytime you eat a carb. And just ask yourself realistically, can I stick to keto for the rest of my life? Because it's a big commitment. That means no french fries, no bread, no pasta. Like, that's not a life I want to live. So I like to really take it in a balanced approach and something that is sustainable. And again, you can lose weight off of keto. I'm not saying it doesn't work, but it's just because of it's a calorie deficit. If you're cutting out an entire macronutrient, you're more likely to be in a calorie deficit. But you can lose weight while eating carbs too. So I think the best diet for you is one that you can stick to for life and one that is obviously getting you results. So just just keep that in mind. If you guys are thinking about trying keto or you're thinking about trying a restrictive diet, ask yourself if you can stick to this long term. And if the answer is no, then you need to find something that's more balanced and sustainable. All right. Next myth. This I got a lot of this one too, but lifting weights will make you look like a man or if you lift weights as a woman, you will get bulky. So this is also something I used to think too. And I know a lot of the ladies that come into my program are a little hesitant just because, you know, we start weight training, we're doing less cardio. And one of the biggest like concerns is like, oh, I don't want to get too big. I don't want to get bulky. And again, I used to think that too. So I get it. But you guys, number one, women don't have the hormones naturally to build muscle like men okay we don't have as much testosterone as men to build muscle that way and then second i was just saying this on an onboarding call with my clients last week but because i know some women are still concerned of this when they come into my program but you guys you don't just wake up one day and you're like the hulk okay and hector would tell this to me too sometimes because i would be like i don't want to train upper body too heavy but you don't just wake up and you're like the hulk overnight like muscle takes so long to build muscle is really challenging to build like it is really hard to build big bulky muscles like it literally takes years so i think that like if you're a woman and you're scared to lift weights because you're gonna get too bulky or too big like there's a lot of people out there there's women out there who do want to build big muscles like that and they struggle because it's really hard to build muscle like that like you have to train way harder than you think you have to also eat a ton of food to build muscle in that way so if anything lifting weights as a woman is going to make you look more toned you're going to have more feminine curves you're going to have that toned defined body and again it must is very hard to put on especially us natural women we can't just build muscle like that so i promise you will realize if you're getting bulky because it takes years to even build a physique like that and if you see women that you're following on instagram or whatever and they have like you know huge muscles that woman put in so much effort and time and years and years of training hard training hard to failure to build that body it's not just something that you do in like 
a month, okay? It takes years to even get to that point in your physique and you have to train a lot harder than you would think. So if you're a woman and you're scared to lift weights, here's your sign, start lifting weights, okay? Train hard. And I tell this to my clients sometimes is, I know we're scared to get bulky, but you need to train like you want to get bulky. Okay, like pretend that you want to be bulky. That's how you should be training in the gym because that's what builds that toned body or grows your glutes. Like the body that you envision that you want that is strong, toned, healthy, whatever. You need to train in the gym like you want to get bulky. And that's how you build that physique. So don't be scared of looking like a man. Okay, I promise it's going to make you look even more womanly, which is good. Okay, next thing. I know we talked about this one, but another one eating after 6pm will make you gain weight. You guys already know how I feel about that. If you're hungry, just drink a glass of water. This could kind of respark some unhealthy mindset or relationship with food. I do believe that if you are in a healthy calorie deficit and you're having cravings or you're having a hard time to stick to your healthy deficit, not starving yourself, then drinking water can obviously help with cravings and hunger. But if you're skipping meals and you're starving yourself and you're drinking water instead of eating, then that is obviously not healthy. We need to drink water, but we also need to eat. And then BMI chart. So yeah, obviously BMI is not the best indicator of like, you know, if you're overweight or if you're underweight or if whatever, because it doesn't take into consideration your body composition. Like a woman could weigh a little bit more than the standard for her height, but she could also have a bunch of muscle mass and she could be like super strong and healthy. But then the BMI chart would say that she's overweight. So take it with a grain of salt. I don't think there's, you know, a great way to decipher if you're like overweight or not. It just all depends on your body composition. All right. So there were a few more myths, but I think those were the majority of them. The other ones are about like carbs and, you know, meal timing and things like that. But I hope you guys learned something new from this episode. This was really fun to do. If you guys want another episode of fitness myths, just let me know in the comments below. I want to make your fitness journey easier. And if you have any any fitness myths that you've seen and you're unsure or you're like don't really know which direction to take just send me a message on Instagram and I can help you navigate through this because this is really hard to do on your own it's at Hallie June fit but I hope you guys got value from this this was really fun to do that's gonna be it for today guys I hope everyone has an awesome day and I will talk to you all very soon and see you in the next episode Thank you so much for tuning in, girl. Hopefully you got some value and learned something new. If you did and you want guidance on how to reach your fitness goals without restricting yourself, send me a DM on Instagram at HallieJuneFit with the word goals and we'll chat. I appreciate you and I'll see you in the next episode.